0: You're listening to the Dan K Show Presents Junior Hockey. If you like this podcast and want to support it, go to anchor.fm backslash dks-hockey backslash support and make a small monthly donation. Everything you give helps this podcast become more successful and continue to be a utility for players, parents, and coaches all across junior and college hockey. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Dan K Show Presents junior hockey the best podcast in junior hockey i mean heck we'll just go out and say it we know what we are we are the best in the business whether it's on video audio only or in the broadcast booth we like to think we know what we're doing and a man who always knows what he's doing even if it looks like he doesn't it's dan k dan welcome
1: lucas today's show to quote dick vital it's gonna be awesome baby we got two programs here today this has been a show that I have been excited about since we got the wheels churning on it last weekend. It's rivalry week here on the Dan K Show Presents Junior Hockey, and we're taking it to the collegiate level. We're taking it to the ACHA. We're taking it to the TSCHL. Now we're going to talk Tri-State Collegiate Hockey League we're with Commissioner Tim Driscoll, who joins us today. We're going to talk University of Kentucky Hockey joining the TSCHL as head coach Tim Pergram and assistant. Clay program join us from the University of Kentucky Cats program go cats and they will be joined by their rivals who welcome them into the division this year into the conference head coach Brian Graham and assistant coach Kyle Hughes from the University of Louisville it is a blue grass day here with the dan k show and i'll tell you what it is horse racing high flying and hockey hard hitting out there those are the alliterations in the state of Kentucky, and it is going to be a hockey haven this year. Lucas, how excited are you for this, man?
0: This is great. I I've been looking forward to this ever since you told me it was going to happen. I am. Uh, I know. I went the first time I was in Kentucky was for a UK event. Then we went down for the TSCHL event. It is a phenomenal state. Two great cities. Two great schools. I'm excited to get into it today.
1: All right, Lucas, we'll get into it first. Let's pay the bills. Let's keep the lights on. Lucas's beer review for the parents at home watching along with us. What should be the next beer for a parent after an unwind after a good hockey session?
0: Well, I've picked a beer that is local uh, to uh, to, to our trip between the schools. So every time that we go from the University of Kentucky to the University of Louisville, after spending some time in those cities, we always stop at Against the Grain Brewery. Because they're not just a brewery, they're also a smokehouse. And if there's two things I love in this world. It's craft beer and smoked meats. And Against the Grain Brewery, their barbecue is phenomenal, but their beer is even better. And I cracked open a beer that I bought, not at this past year's tournament, but at last year's tournament that we attended. It's the Beau and Luke. This is their their sort of specialty beer. It's an imperial smoked stout aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, So the lineage is definitely there. You crack it you smell the smoke, you pour it, you smell the malts. It's a really, really great dark beer. It's a phenomenal stout. It's somehow earthy and light body at the same time. I will warn you, it packs a bit of a punch. It's a 13% alcohol. So closer to the top end of a wine bordering on a fortified wine. So definitely be careful if you're driving to an event, maybe only have a taster of this one or grab a bottle for later. But it is absolutely perfect. You taste the vanilla. You taste a little bourbon. The smoke isn't overpowering. It works nicely with the earth, earthy elements of the malt of the beer. Dan, I'm really happy I saved this. But now we're going to have to go back because I need another one. Lucas, score? This is real good. I know I broke into the nine category already. This is by far the best Where's beer I've going? had in 2020. This one gets a 9.4. Oh.
1: let's move to Dan Seiden. Today's all about rivalry and competition. And if there's one thing the state of Kentucky knows, it's their bourbons. And and this has become, each week I do a coffee review because everyone knows Dan Kay, doing 10 broadcasts a day, runs on high test coffee fuel all day long. Today's coffee is from 8 O'Clock Coffee Company. You can go to 8oClockCoffee.com or 8oClock.com to find 8oClock Coffee products near you. Vermont maple bourbon coffee is the name of the game today and I will tell you what put it on brew and you don't need a scented candle if this stuff is on the brew. It is absolutely beautiful. I give the coffee itself an 8.3 but let's get into the real review. One of these coffee mugs it's been set up by producer Lena secretly behind the scenes. One coffee mug contains this eight o'clock Vermont maple bourbon coffee holding Woodford Reserve. The other Holds Old Forrester's 1920 Prohibition style bourbon. Dante is going to taste test both. He is going to decide finally who wins the bourbon battle: Louisville or Kentucky via coffee. This is for coffee breakfast coffees only. Again, write all your hate mail to Lucas Jones. You can address it to <laughs> Lucas Jones. This has a, a good nose to it. I think Lucas. Is that a word I'm supposed to use?
0: Uh, yeah, that is. Uh, that's about right.
1: Oh, that first one here on my left. This is. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. That's my third. A little bit of cherry note to it. A hard hit in the back of the throat there. I like that. Goes well with the coffee. That that took the coffee from about an 8.3 to about a 10.6. The other side of it. It's a little, little more heavy. I think that that's a little more heavy. I like a little bit of a subtleness in my coffee when I drink it. And I'm gonna say I pick coffee number one. Producer Lena, that is Woodford Reserve. And for the first <laughs> without hockey on the ice, UK goes up one-o on the University <laughs> of Louisville. And I can tell you, the folks at home in Louisville are now gonna boo Dan Kay harshly the next time I'm in town. That is Lucas. It was that it was beautiful. I'll tell you. The old Forester, incredible. I think if I went with a more regular old Forester, I might have got it. What I will give Louisville people. Mictors out there in Louisville might just be the best bourbon in all the land. Lucas, it's time to get into this. Let's get into the free skate. Let's get started. I introduced into the show Commissioner Tim Driscoll of the TSCHL, Tim Pergram and Clay Pergram, coaching staff for the University of Kentucky Wildcats, and Brian Graham and Kyle Hughes, the coaching staff for the University of Louisville Cardinals. Go Cards, gentlemen. I will start. I'm not going to make you all say hello at the same time, so let's go one at a time here on the Free Skate. Let's start with Commissioner Tim Driscoll. Let's start with Tim. Tim, I know that this is an exciting year for the TSCHL. The The regional setup now of this conference makes travel easier, makes the play more competitive, and now you add the University of Kentucky. How excited are you for the 2020-2021 season?
2: I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited. I've been doing this role now for – three years i think and uh each year i think we've added a new element but this is this is a big one for all the reasons you've talked about setting up the show the rivalry aspect of this is brings a whole level of uh new dimension to the the conference that we uh needed it helps round things out which i'll talk about a little bit later
1: that's exciting we're gonna get into that we're gonna get deep into it now we go you know Kentucky did win. It's almost like a coin flip. Kentucky won the coffee taste test. So I'm going to go to Tim Pergram first here, and then I'll talk with Clay. Tim, I love your coaching style. We got a chance to come out and cover a UK game two years ago. Gary Eastlack, one of your boys out there, brought us out, a former Hampton Roads whaler. And we saw you behind the bench. I love your leadership style. I love the fire behind it, the passion behind the game. Can you tell us a little bit about – where, what's gotten you here today? What's gotten you to the, behind the bench for the University of Kentucky Wildcats?
3: I guess it was, um, you know, Clay, my son. He played all through up, um, you know, mites and all that in, in the Louisville program, ironically. Uh, he played in the Louisville when it was, I think, the storm. And so um, UK uh, needed a head coach uh, to come in and help with uh, the program. I guess it's going to be going on four years. And uh, the program had, um, had fallen on some tough times. And I think we we all know that. Even Brian and I have talked about that very very openly. And um, it, it wasn't a good rivalry for Louisville. Um, and so, yeah, we, we've uh, been able to bring in a little bit more of a, a, essentially a lot of responsibility. Uh, there is a lot of uh, you have to have respect for the school, the program, your opponents. And there's a lot of accountability uh, because we're trying to set the young men up for uh, after after hockey, getting into real hard life lessons. And they've learned a uh, specific thing called at-will contract, uh, which just happens in the workplace. And I think uh, I've got two or three young men now in postgraduate school. I've got two or three that went on to be very successful. We just had four academic All-Americans essentially, or all region. Uh, so we're we're getting to where we need to be, but we're we're way off uh, and where we wanna, when I finish and I turn it over to Clay and let Clay take it from that point forward. So, uh, and, and I, uh, you know, have nothing but just tremendous respect for Brian and the program he's built at Louisville. Just tremendous amount of respect. So yeah, that's it.
1: Not something I've seen. I've seen with you guys. I mean, coach, there's really no, there's no there's a rivalry on the ice, but off the ice, there's a teamwork to it that is so fun to watch.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, and we go. We, we've established that that uh, they're all accountable. They all they all are very very accountable on and off the ice classroom. Uh, yeah, I go to class with them. If they you miss a class, I'll be I'll I'll show up at your class. Uh, we've met with the president quite a few times. We've met with the senior provost. Uh, we've gotten a lot of the community leaders involved in Lexington to work we we've got some stuff prior to covid-19 we had some things really moving very very um, quickly we were going to do a european trip in between christmas holidays that we'd had somebody donate close to a million miles for frequent flyer miles and so all the boys were going to be able to we were going to go to essentially prague and it was an educational experience as well so um yeah there's there's a high accountability and as you mentioned Gary Eustacks are you know is just named captain and uh, Gary's, Gary's going to be a hell of a captain. Excuse my language. Gary's, Gary's going to be a phenomenal captain.
1: Hey, we're, we're like HBO. We don't got to worry about language. I saw Marshawn Lynch first on ESPN the other day, so I think we're okay. safe. We, uh, but <laughs> and we, Gary Islak is an incredible young man, too. I mean, we've, we've watched him play for years now and seen him go through the development process, what he's become over time, and especially what he's become there, to the watch him blossom into the play, player he is and the leader he is now at the University of Kentucky has been fun. And we talk about the University of Kentucky a little more now. We go to Clay. And, Clay, we got a chance to sit down and talk with you when we were out in Lexington two years ago. We sat down we talked about the program. We talked about the growth, the work you all are putting in. And you see the crowds come out. You see the people fill the rink. We were there the night of homecoming for the U.K. football team. And that building was still packed. And, and you said it's not as packed as it could be, but to look at a building that was almost at capacity on football homecoming night at midnight puck drop, where does that fan base come from? As a guy who's played the game in Kentucky, as a guy who's been there through the growth of this program over the last few years, where does that come from, that fan base, that energy, that that de vivre with the University of Kentucky style and program?
4: Dan I think it uh I think it just runs through Kentucky uh, this blood you know with football uh coming up the last couple of years and Kentucky basketball always being prominent uh our program has been around a while so consistency uh, we've been there for almost 36 years now uh so so the students know about us but it, it's still just mind-blowing to see how many students we get coming out at midnight in the middle of Kentucky
1: and, it, and we talk about it with everyone I mean we we have players ask us about programs in, in TSCHL since we obviously work with everyone now with the University of Kentucky joining. I mean, the, the look on their face, I mean, when they hear about a, a couple hundred, couple thousand people there and and midnight puck drop and folks getting bussed out to the rink, I mean, the faces light up. There's an energy in that rink that's one of a kind.
4: Yeah, very unique, really short glass. Uh, so fans are really on top of the players, and I'm sure they have some interesting chats back and forth. Uh, and uh, just the, the rink in general is pretty tight. So we're all pretty close uh, when we get in there and all the other people are on top of us. Uh, very lively atmosphere. Louisville's atmosphere is, uh, is just as good. I've had some interesting conversations going around the end boards, getting to the bench there.
1: <laughs> and we go to the Louisville side. Now that's a perfect transition from play. To We'll start with Coach Graham here. And, Coach, we've had a chance to work with you now. The last two years Louisville has hosted the TSCHL Conference Tournament we've been on site to watch you guys and you talk about that fan base we've seen it we saw the pep band come out we've seen the energy in the building we've seen exactly what the likes of a Yanni Sukis has done for your program over the last few years one of the possibly the greatest player in ACHA history there but one of the greatest of all time for sure can you talk a little bit about the Louisville program and the growth that it's had in the last few years with you at the helm
5: well i appreciate you guys having us on here and <clears throat> Being a former UK guy, it's always uh, nice to get a fan base that can compete with them. I mean, I played there, I coached there, and I came to U L, and we had a decent fan base, but it has grown tenfold over the last nine years. I mean, bringing in some guys that can play hockey and compete at a high level where the energy rises, the fans get behind it. We've got a different kind of fan base than the UK does, which I love playing in front of the UK fan base but now with, we, we've got a much more family aspect to ours. So it's, it's moms, dads, brothers, sisters, children all at our games, and it's, it's, it's become a community thing here. That, I mean, the youth program changed the name from the, the Stallions and the Storm to the Ice Cards. It's just been, the whole community here has gotten behind us and it's fantastic. The, the players love it, the, the kids love it, it's great.
1: And so you're basically the Bo Schembechler here. You're, that's what you are. You were UK. You moved over. The lucky Woody Hayes is not coaching over there. And right I don't know if Coach Tim Bergram is a, a Woody Hayes type right there. But would, would you that Bo Schembechler style, you can go out there and get a bunch of wins in Louisville now, eh?
5: Trying to. We're Trying to, trying to keep it going, you know?
1: I love it. Now we go to Kyle. And, and Kyle, I do want to talk to you here a little bit about – we're going to – this is the free skate right now. One thing I have to start with with you is we talked about before this thing started up, you've been posting videos to your Instagram of your son getting to know the game of hockey. And, and you know, it's always, we always talk about the, the younger coach behind the bench who's recently had the skates laced up, right? And, and the ability to connect with the player. Well, you got a little guy of your own going through it right now. What's that been like? Can you talk about, it? I heard you were saying he, he might be a goalie. He might be the dreaded goalie, the, uh, the wallet spender right there.
6: <laughs> yeah, so uh he's the only kid that's five and mites that uh goes into the corner, Marty Turco's it and rims it around the boards. I'm like, oh well, I have a goalie. <laughs> he he just loves hockey. I mean, my knees are killing me from playing knee hockey the past couple of days, and it's it's funny. Like this is the only hockey in the state he gets to watch live, so he's uh, obsessed with it and. He's a bandwagoner. Now he says he's a Ohio State fan. because so they won the TSCHL tournament the year before. He was a Miami fan. He's got a little Miami jersey. But it's funny. He he just loves cards and he plays like you know how every kid has their little like action figures. Well, he's got all hockey and he makes scoreboards and it's always U of L, UK, and it's just crazy to see how this game is just growing just huge in louisville where we're having almost 200 kids a year trying hockey and we're retaining more than 60 percent of that we're actually like we're kind of running out of ice time be honest and we did like this little summer camp last year and i have had this one kid we had to order more jerseys because we had so many kids so they gave us uh, an 87 and a 97 and I was like, "Do you want McDavid or uh, Crosby?" He didn't know who they were, but he can tell me who number 11 is on the cards or number 3. It's like it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like we need to get them watching hockey, but you just watch all these kids come to our games and they love our love our team and we even uh we had the little preds here which just helps so much because $150 you get Ten skates. Cody Hodgson from the Predators comes up, and they got all the equipment with that too. And we have we do it twice a year where the kids come out and skate after with uh with the team. And one of our old goalies, Greg Russell, is helping out this little kid, and there's a picture of it. And a couple of weeks later, I'm helping the goalies for Little Preds get ready, and the mom comes up to me and she's like, "Yeah." he started playing goalie cause he met your goalie Greg and it just, I think that's something here and I'm sure it's the same in Lexington that these are the guys they get to watch. Yeah. And U of L UK is so big here. There's no pro sports in the state. So even though it's ACHL, ACHA level, like this is the main show here and that, that's something we have in this state that no one else I feel like really has, you know?
1: Yeah. And and that's something, I mean, we look at the state of Kentucky and to see the work that both of these programs that have joined us today are doing for the state of Kentucky and the state of hockey in the state of Kentucky. It, it's so much fun. I mean, for us, what we try to do is travel the country and grow the game, right? It, it's a grassroots effort. It, it's getting in the barns. It's getting in front of players in front of young skaters and showing them how fun this game can be, what this game can do for you as an athlete, as a student. And after you're done with college, when you get out of college, what's going to happen for you at the next level? We see players getting their graduate degree at the ACHA level while playing the game players like Yanni Soukas last year for the Louisville Cardinals who, was out there trying to win a, a conference title while also getting a master's degree, right. And working in postgrad. And I, I think this is where we transition out of the free skate into some harsher Q and A's here. We're going to dig down deep into it. And I think Lucas is going to lead the way and talk a little bit about hockey in the state of Kentucky with each program. Then we're going to get into the TACHL, the new look, the new setup and a new season with commissioner Tim Driscoll. We have a bunch coming for you next on the Dan K show.
0: So now we're into the main question and answer portion. And this is where we try to try to really dive deep into our, normally our couple of guests, but here we got a whole handful of guests. And now the, the question here is, while we're on the subject of Kentucky, talk about recruiting in Kentucky and what Kentucky hockey culture is like, because, you know, through what we've seen and through some of the attitudes we've seen is, you know, people don't really know a ton about hockey culture in the South, they don't know what it's like because there's sometimes a bias in the Northeast and to the North in the Minnesota-Canada area. So talk about Kentucky hockey culture and what's the recruiting scene like down there?
4: Sure. Uh, yeah, Luke. Uh, our, our program's alive and well in recruiting aspects, uh, meaning we're bringing in a good amount of kids every year. This is our largest class to date going into our fourth year. We have just around 20 kids coming in. Um, but it is a challenge going out and finding players at times. Um, we, we like to stay in the USPHL elite, and uh, we've gone into the premier this year a little bit more. We do go to the NA3 as well. and uh, This year uh, we've had a lot of Ohio high school and Illinois high school players uh, come our way. Uh, so, so it's a bit of a mix of where we're watching and, and getting players coming in from, uh, but, but it's, it's alive and well. We're bringing in a lot of players. Uh, culture-wise for a player it is similar to how you uh, kind of led going into our program is that there is a bias uh, toward Kentucky. So I do, uh, I do like to have players that might, might have felt that bias. So uh, Ohio is a great region for that where they might not be getting some looks, some guys might be getting in other areas of the country. So uh, we're hard-nosed culture. We have a lot of guys here. Everyone knows that no spots are, are promised. Everything is earned. Uh, so we have a lot of guys uh, that are ready to work throughout the year.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's you know, it's really important, and and I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, you know, one question I do have for you is, you you interact with so many different styles of the game, and it might be cliche to talk about regional styles of hockey, but to a certain extent, is true. And with your program recruiting from all different areas of the country, how do you guys meld? all of those different players who have been sort of entrenched in their areas. How do you then bring them to Kentucky and get them onto the same page?
4: Uh, At at the beginning of the year, we usually skate uh, quite a bit more than we do towards the end of the year. Uh, We'll see how we're going to align that as we go into the future. But uh, we know that we have a lot of guys coming in and we know we have a good amount of returners. So we're going to have to get our chemistry under us. So, 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 uh, to kind of break old habits or, or just see what we need to see. We just get on the ice as much as possible, usually three times a week, about an hour and a half long session, uh, and uh, and really just try to work out the kinks from there as we move into the first two months of the season.
1: Now, jumping in here, I want to jump over to the Louisville Cardinal side here. I'll go to Coach Graham. Uh, Coach, I recently saw you out in the New England region working a little bit in the recruiting game, and, and I know, Kyle, you, you drive from the Connecticut area, and. You're somebody who we've seen at, at showcases throughout the, throughout the Northeast, whether it's in Massachusetts or anywhere else in that area. And we look at the Louisville recruiting path. I know that you guys recently launched a program for out-of-state students. Can, Coach, can you talk a little bit about that program and, and what a student may be looking at from, from places outside of the state of Kentucky?
5: Sure. <clears throat> so the University of Louisville has a, has a regional scholarship that's automatic for anyone who has a 2.5 uh, 2.5 GPA in high school and a minimum of a 20 ACT, uh, SAT equivalent. So um, anybody who hits that gets an automatic 10 grand basically gives them in-state tuition. So it's in markets uh, such as um, Chicago, Cincinnati, Dallas, DC metro area, Evansville, Indianapolis, Nashville, all of New Jersey, Philly area, and Southern California. So those pockets right there I've always, I'm a Connecticut boy. Um, I grew up Connecticut. I went to school in Massachusetts for two years before I transferred to university of Kentucky. Um, I've got a lot of friends that coach high school juniors and triple a up there. So I've always had that Northeastern connection. Um, I met Kyle up in Connecticut when he, uh, he actually reached out to me way back when, and we met at a Dunkin' Donuts up there in, uh, Hartford actually. So
1: I, I mean, was it just eating a ball time.
5: Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's, a. Uh, The Northeast connection for us has always been very strong. I've got, like I said, coaches in high school that I talk to, I mean, best friends. I mean, I I coached high school for three years up in Connecticut after I left UK. I moved back up to Connecticut and was able to coach up there for a few years before I came back to Kentucky again. So having those contacts, connections has always been nice. Um, And, I mean – the scholarships here had just put us over the top being able to get anybody from the state of New Jersey who has those test scores for an automatic 10 grand it just helps us out tremendously now if they have good grades tied to it as well they can get up to uh, 16,000 so I mean the the money that's there for these kids now to come to University of Louisville is fantastic the school wants to get up to from what I've been told over the next 10 years up to 35,000 students so they're trying to reach out to all these other markets and it's it's not for hockey. It's for any kid out there. So if you're going to play soccer, uh, you're going to play croquet, doesn't matter if you just want to go to school at University of Louisville. These academic scholarships are out there for everybody. So it's been huge for us. And we now focus on GPAs and SAT scores. I mean, just basically being admitted now, you can automatically get that money if you live in those cities. So it's kind of exciting for us.
1: Now, now Kyle, we go to you. And, and somebody who's played the game recently here and. You know, one thing that we talk about is, and we'll get over to the, to the programs as well on this, we, we talk about the, the unis, right? The jerseys, the look. And, and I saw some, some sweaters that you sneak, You gave me a sneak peek of on Instagram. But we look at the Louisville cards and, and the look of the organization. It, it's sleek. The, the uniforms out there on the ice, man, it is, it is a good-looking organization. It looks ready to go. And then the guys behind the bench, you guys have a high-character athlete playing for you at Louisville he talked a little bit to the athlete at home why Louisville why come to the University of Louisville and hop on the ice with the cards program what what would be your pitch on that
6: I mean it's just a great city great place to play and it's one of those cities you you just never really think of and I tell this to every recruit because it's as you know we recruit from mainly New England since that's I'm in the same boat as Graham. I went to school in the same city as him, Massachusetts. And then I ended up transferring to Louisville instead of Kentucky. And it's just, you think of like kind of it being a uh, very rural area. And then you get here and there's a city of over a million people. And I mean, it was voted the top U S destination. You got Kentucky Derby on your campus. (laughs) Like it's just like the weather's, I mean, it was snowing in New England yesterday, and here it was actually a little colder than usual. But we were in the eighties last weekend, eighties next week coming up, and it's the big thing we have that a lot of schools don't have, and I'm sure UK has this too, which makes these two programs special. Is like a lot of programs you're the ACHA team is the club team. No one cares about you. You're playing at 10 o'clock in front of the janders here. Like they see you like you're Lamar Jackson. Like it's just insane. Like when I flew home to, to new to Connecticut, I'm wearing my U hockey thing. And like, I'm talking to the airlines people and I was like, Hey, I have to pay for my check bag. They're like, Oh no, you're good. Like, I'll still get recognized from what I played. It's just like like a lot of programs, the ACHA is the club team. Here, ACA like you're the hockey team at Louisville. And it just you see the difference you make in the hockey community here. That's one of the things I think I enjoy the most is you're just watching these kids grow up and it's they're obsessed with the cards. They come to all the games. They love certain players and I mean, it's just great city, great school, good education. It's a lot cheaper than a lot of the Northeast schools. That's a big reason I came down here from uh, West New England College. But it's just a great place to play. And I had such a great time playing here for Coach Graham and playing in the rivalry, playing at UK, get get some mean things yelled at you, but sometimes they're funny. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm walking out on the ice this year. Uh, I'm a bit on the paler side and uh, <laughs> wearing the all black hair slick back, and some guy goes, You're a vampire. I was
1: like, God, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I i used to get a uh, back in back in my playing days on the baseball field, I used to rock the long hair and, and the, the goatee, and uh, I used to get a lot of Captain Jack Sparrow shouted at me. I actually had a one of our rivals in the conference that got, that got a good out, outpouring of fans, they decided to all dress up as pirates one day when they knew I was going to make the conference start. So I, I understand that completely, Kyle. I understand the, how that goes. And you know what? When they're good, they're good. I had a good chuckle about it as well. You almost It almost doesn't hurt as bad when it's good. It's like John Smoltz said, He uh, people when he would go to Yankee Stadium would somehow know he played the accordion in high school and make fun of him for it. And he's like, I don't even have anything out there about the accordion. But we move into now – I want to talk to Commissioner Tim Driscoll a little bit here and kind of turn the conversation to a conference-wide conversation. We, before I talk with Co- uh, Commissioner Tim Driscoll, I want to introduce him in the nine teams that make up the Tri-State Collegiate Hockey League. Bowling Green, Dayton Flyers, the Indi- in University of Indiana, University of Kentucky, the University of Louisville, both joining us today, Miami of Ohio University two years ago were the champions of the conference, the Ohio Bobcats, the the Ohio State University, they did not win the. Uh, they were trying to copyright the word "the," that did not work out. But they are the premier team right now in the TSCHL as they raised the cup this year. And finally, Xavier University, the Musketeers. There with that, we bring in Commissioner Tim Driscoll here and. and Commissioner Driscoll, can you kind of give us a rundown of? First, let's go. Let's go ten thousand foot view. The TSCHL. What's the conference about? What is the goal of the conference, and what can a player and athlete expect when they're looking at the TSCHL as a, a possible destination?
2: Biased about this, but a kid that's looking at any team in our conference has an opportunity. No matter what school they pick, two things are going to happen to them. They're going to get a great education. And in my humble opinion, it all starts there. After all, at the end of the day, this is club hockey. Good, darn good club hockey, I may add. But at the end of the day, the um, the hockey career ends when they get their degree. So that's first and foremost. But secondly, they're going to play, in my, again, in my humble opinion, the most competitive brand of hockey that the ACHA has to offer by being part of this conference. And I mean that from top to bottom, whether it's ACHA D1 or D2 or D3. There is not a conference in the country that I think offers the level, the skill level that you're going to get weekend in and weekend out by playing in this conference.
1: And now, now Commissioner Driscoll, we talked about it at the tournament this year. There was not one of those rollover games that you expect to see in a conference tournament in the ACHA at times. You know, there's there's always that one game where you just say, wow, that's a powerhouse team. And these guys just ran into a buzzsaw today. It just wasn't there for them. There was parity throughout, top to bottom. And now adding UK, that parity only gets more muddled, right? There's only, there's only more opportunity for the big upset come conference tournament time or the, the big move come regular season where a team tr- jumps from bottom to top in a league. This is, this is a, a, any team's ball game type of conference. And what does that parity do for an athlete on the ice?
2: It certainly brings out the best brand of hockey. And uh, if you think about, as you just mentioned, this year's playoffs, we had several games going to overtime. Uh, In fact, the championship game was just speaking about bringing out the best brand of hockey. You know, the Buckeyes came from down. You know, most people thought that game was over, except no one let the Buckeyes know. And they came roaring back to win that conference championship. So, again, I think it just brings out the best brand of hockey. Because you know two things you know you have a chance every night you go out there, no matter where you are in the standings. And the other thing is, if you're at the top of the standings, it doesn't mean a doggone thing. Dayton, for instance, was at the bottom of the standings this season, and the and the Buckeyes were near the top. Well, Dayton beat the ultimately the conference champions late in the regular season. So at the risk of being a cliche, at, on any given weekend, one of these teams can win. Then you add Kentucky to the mix – now and the grind just got that much harder because it's not like we 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 brought in someone that says okay there's two wins no no we did not do that we brought in someone that says okay we're adding these two games to our schedule and not only is it going to be that much harder during the regular season now I got to face these guys in the playoffs so which for me and I think for all the coaches yeah and and you look at it I mean the last two
1: championship games in this conference, the last two conference title games that Lucas and I were on the call for, you have a Miami of Ohio team who takes on the University of Cincinnati two years ago. I was told by everyone in attendance when I got there, this Cincinnati team is unstoppable. They're the greatest show on ice. The offense is going to get it done. And you saw Miami of Ohio go out there and not just win, they go they came back from nowhere they score with 3.1 seconds on the clock to send it to overtime win it in overtime then this year let's just repeat that but in the other direction Miami of Ohio I was told these guys everything I looked at on paper everything everyone told me there's no way these guys will be toppled they will be beat well guess what the Ohio State Buckeyes took that personally and they they made sure to let me know via social media leading into the game And after it, and every player on that ice said, what about us now, Dan Kay, when when they saw me come down to give out that trophy alongside you, Commissioner Driscoll, when we were announcing those winners. And both years, you've seen come from behind wins. You've seen teams that some thought were unbeatable get beaten. And it makes it such a fun experience, not just for the athlete, but for the fan watching. And that's a big thing that I pitch to junior hockey players around the country, the folks that I talk to around the country, is that ACHA experience, I mean, if, if I can be in a rink at midnight puck drop in front of 2,000 people screaming for me, or I can be in an empty rink with with three fans, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to take that packed rink. I'm going to take that ACHA experience. And the TSCHL, I mean, in spades, provides that experience, that one-of-a-kind Division One athlete experience so moving from Commissioner Driscoll here, we're going to move back to the University of Kentucky. And, Clay, I'm going to start with you because I promised that I was going to pay off on this. We were talking with the University of Louisville a little bit about those unis, about that, that look, the cards with the the black and red home unis. They, they have some new guys coming out this year, some ju- a juicy new look there, a little horse racing inspired. But, Clay, you guys just won a bit of a title here on the internet on the web can you tell a little bit about that what did you guys just win at the university? Of Kentucky?
4: Yeah we just won a, a fun uh, jersey competition the ACHA put on during uh, the little self-quarantine the last I guess month or so uh, it was a fun competition we, we I think we had Louisville maybe in the first round which which you know was a, a fun face-off you know Kind of felt whoever was going to win that one could go all the way. We both have really strong fan bases on, on, on our Twitters, but uh, it was a fun competition to kind of get through uh, a hard time.
1: <laughs> and I was loving watching. I was voting along with you guys too. I was voting for UK. As you know, we got some we got some blue blood in the family over here with uh, producer Elena. Actually, just graduated uh, just this week from the University of Kentucky with her master's degree. So, just congratulations! So she is officially an alumnus. Of the University of Kentucky, I will will tell the Louisville fans that does not make me biased. I will will (laughs) stay unbiased and will not jump to either side. But we keep talking here about the University of Kentucky. I'm not sure Tim Clay, whoever wants to field this. I want to talk a little about. We talked with University of Louisville about opportunities for recruits and and how to get some financially, how to get into the institution. Can you talk a little bit about if I'm a hockey player right now, sitting at home throughout this quarantine? Trying to find out more about the University of Kentucky hockey team. How do I get involved? How do I apply? How do I get in touch with you guys? I mean, what what is what are my steps to, to become a, the next cat?
4: Well, easiest way Dan would be for uh, that player to head over to UKY.edu. That's the university's website and check out the applications and and everything on, on that website. Uh, you can also go to the Tschl League.com website and you can you can get in touch with us through there if you put in a recruitment form. Uh, We're very active on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. uh, And we're having our personal, I guess, our team website reworked right now. So that's not up and running. So any of the above mentioned, uh, you can get right to us. But UKY.edu will will get you in touch with uh, admissions at UK uh, and, and they can steer you in the right direction.
0: Now I'd like to jump in here uh with some louisville talk uh and and I think we'll go with Brian or Kyle whoever feels more qualified to answer this can go ahead but you know one of the things that's really interesting and and I think has been a theme throughout this podcast has been coaches and owners talking about the right fit and I know we we sort of danced around this issue a little bit before, but what does the louisville program Look for in a player, and what does the culture in Louisville look like? What do you hope to produce out of a player after they're done playing for your squad?
5: I'll go ahead and answer to that, Kyle. <clears throat> I'm looking for good character guys, guys that want to give back to the game of hockey, give back to whatever major they're in, looking for that higher education where they can exceed as a business professional, teaching professional, whatever they want to do. We want those guys that are good character kids who are first class when they leave here they represent our program in the future and when they go home they they're proud that, to say that they played for the Universal Louisville they went to Universal Louisville and they represent the school in a, in a great way so um, I'm looking for good character kids I'm looking for guys that want to build a culture keep a culture leave it better than what they what they came to so the the last 10 years this is I'm going into my 10th season here at UofL and that's what I've looked for every step of the way. Every now and then you, you you miss, but at the same time, that's what you look for in a program. When I coached at UK, it was the same thing. You want good character kids that are going to represent your schools the right way. When you walk into a rink, you want them to think these guys are good kids. They're first class. They play the game hard. They play it with respect. They respect the other teams. They respect the, the refs. Um, they respect each other. And that's what I always look for because I want these kids when they – they think of us as coaches, as as mentors. They, they look at us as part of their family when they leave. And I'm always looking for a good character person that can play the game of hockey.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's so important because, you know, you talk about some of these, these junior hockey leagues that we've worked with, and, you know, really what it is is at, at the junior hockey level, it's about developing on and off the ice, and that doesn't stop when they get to college. It, it certainly continues. And it's not just a learning experience, you know, on the ice and in the classroom. It's both, right? So you want to have that that learning experience off the ice. But real quick, I want to talk about the learning experience on the ice for Louisville. What does the day in, day out look like for a Louisville hockey player? You know, what type of practices can they expect? Um, sort of paint a picture for prospective players out there.
6: You got oh, your class you go during one? the day pretty much. and. we practice Tuesday and Thursday nights because we got so many different majors and me and Graham are full-time workers and we got like a Wednesday afternoon skill skate and it's just, you're on the ice three times a week. We do a little bit of off ice. And then I think one of the more benefits of ACHA compared to NCAA is you're playing games in early September and then, Every week, every Friday, Saturday, you got two games. Usually it's against the same team, sometimes home and home. Sometimes you're on the road staying in hotels. Sometimes you're at home for two and you're just playing so much hockey and you're basically a full-time student and close to a full-time hockey player. It's not – I know sometimes ACHA gets kind of a bad rap where there's some programs that – practice once every two weeks or play eight games. None of this here at Louisville, same at UK, same in the whole conference. It's, this is legit college hockey. And I think that's sometimes it takes a bad rap, but this is legit college hockey.
0: Certainly. I think one of the things that has been certainly impressed on Dan and myself coming out there for the past two years has been the high level of competition the high level of professionalism, you know, just the incredible, the incredible amount of hockey and the, the talent of the hockey that's involved. Now, I've got one more question for uh, Commissioner Driscoll. You know, sitting at the helm of the TSCHL, especially during the last few years, has, you know, ha- has got to be great to be a part of to see the explosive growth of the TSCHL. Talk about your plans uh, for the upcoming season um, and where you find the TSCHL is headed in the next few years?
2: Well, um, so I think it all starts with you know over the course of the last couple of years. This is all about leadership, and has having nothing to do with my leadership. It has everything to do with the coaches that we have. And my, you know, as, as I was thinking about this session yesterday and this morning, what dawned on me is that we have all the coaches, and I mean not just the head coaches, but the assistant coaches and whatnot they're all focused on the right things for not just their program, but for the conference in general. There's no selfish thinking here. It's all about lifting, you know, rising all boats here by who we bring in such as Kentucky this year, such as Indiana last year. And frankly, that hasn't always been the case. And, but it is now. So with that, you know, kind of, as the wind that's in our sail, it gives us the opportunity to do some things we hadn't done. We're looking hard right now at hosting the uh, ACHA Southeast region for this coming season we haven't done that in the past but not just because it's an opportunity to um, to bring some visibility to the conference but we send a lot we're going to send a lot of teams to that tournament so why not have it you know in our neck of the woods I predict we could have as many as four teams go into the regional um, the playoffs this coming season so We're excited about that. And then, Lucas, without a little bit of a teaser here, but, you know, we have an odd number, right? We have nine teams right now. But we have someone we're in real serious conversations with. It's a big-name program if we're able to add them. In the context of rivalries, you know, right now our conference has the great rivalry of Xavier versus Dayton, two, two Catholic schools right down the road from one another. We have a Big Ten rivalry in Indiana versus Ohio State. We have the MAC rivalries of Ohio University, Bowling Green, and and Miami University. And now the one we're talking about today, I call it the border war with with Kentucky and Louisville. And uh, so if we can get the regionals and we can get that 10th team that we are in talks with, it'll only further um, strengthen what I said earlier in this conversation, which is, I think, top to bottom, we have the best conference in the country, and that's we are nowhere near – done improving upon ourselves it's only going to get better
1: and jumping in here if there's one thing we're not afraid to do on the Dan K. show folks it's it's pick favorites and we we talk to these two organizations and and to Commissioner Driscoll because we've worked with these guys one of the big things I mean with with the amount of parents and players that reach out to us on a daily weekly basis throughout the year and especially throughout this offseason for the advice on getting to the next level advice on where they should go advice on hey i haven't i haven't gotten a call yet who should i be what should i be doing what am i missing out on i mean my advice always falls on look at who you're working with look at who you're talking to if, if they don't have a passion that matches yours for your own career for the game of hockey and for what they're doing the product they're outputting then you're going to the wrong place and these are two organizations first of all two schools two two programs that have an incredible incredible love of this game of hockey and are growing the game in a place where you know the state of Kentucky like they've said themselves they, it's a place where some of the, the some of the best hockey you're seeing in the state of Kentucky for for youth throughout the state are the U- Louisville Cards it is the University of Kentucky Wildcats and it's it's getting out and seeing these players these are the Sidney Crosby's the Evgeny Malkins the Henrik Lundqvists of the state of Kentucky the guys playing for these two programs and then you look at the TSCHL and you hear Commissioner Driscoll and you hear you know the idea of it's it's not just hey we're top heavy we've got two of the best teams in the country and we're going to throw them into regionals and they're going to make it to nationals each year and and it's going to look good for us no it's it's every organization it's every club it's every squad that is important to the conference and, and you cannot fathom how important that is for development, for growth, and for each program to grow throughout the year and for for parity, for competition. It's a situation where every single organization matters, top to bottom. You are only as strong as your weakest link, and there are no weak links in the TSCHL. If you want more information on TSCHL, go to tschl.com. Check out the website. Check it all out. Make sure you watch. With that in mind, gentlemen, I'm going to warn you, each one of you, Are going to get a chance after Lucas's educational corner, you're each going to get a chance at parting words for the folks at home. So we will go one by one. I will warn you, let's start, we'll start with the University of Louisville this time. So we'll start with Kyle, then we'll go to Brian, then we'll go to the University of Kentucky, then to Commissioner Driscoll to close it out with his parting words. So think of your words, think of what you want to say to the folks at home, you'll have some time. Lucas, with that in mind, take it away with the educational corner. What should the athletes at home be doing on the academic side this week?
0: Since we're talking with some colleges today, I thought it might be appropriate to talk to some of the high school students, some of the students and players who are still in high school, who are still working on their skills and and going through that program and then looking at colleges. And I want to dispel one of the biggest myths that I hear in my alternate line of work as a college prep uh, tutor, as an SAT tutor and an academic tutor, the biggest myth that I hear is that your senior year grades don't matter. That as long as you have a good GPA and good grades through your junior year, that no one looks at senior year grades. I cannot impress upon the young players at home how wrong that is. Your grades need to be consistent through your freshman, sophomore, junior, senior years of high school. Because a lot of schools, once you get accepted off of your junior year grades, will ask you to submit your senior year grades. And they have the option of rescinding your acceptance. So one of the biggest things that I can tell my students when I work with them and I can tell all the folks at home, you absolutely have to continue your high level of academic performance through the end of your senior year. It is tempting to slack off. It is tempting to say, I wanna enjoy it. Don't risk the next four years of your academic career and for hockey players, the next four years of your hockey playing career, as we've talked about these incredible schools that offer top-notch education with incredible hockey opportunities. Don't risk all that for a couple of months of slacking off. That I think might be my biggest advice for today. Please, for your own sakes, Continue to work as hard as you possibly can throughout your entire academic career. And don't listen to people who say that you can afford to take a year off.
1: Great work yet again by Lucas. And, you know, Lucas, I I can't help but feel like you were targeting me with that as somebody who saw me throughout my senior year. (laughs) uh, I'd say I wasn't the best. I'd say I wasn't. I I did not have any stick-to-itiveness. And I probably should have taken Lucas's advice at that time, but I was too busy copying off of his work throughout our high school career. Um, (laughs) Again, I'll tell the the coaches and Commissioner Driscoll here that my mother once told me my freshman year of high school, do you think you'll be able to copy off Lucas for the rest of your life? And my answer was yes, and it still is. I've made it a (laughs) long way doing just that. But with that in mind, we've had an incredible show talking about the state of hockey in the Bluegrass State. We've had a great time talking with the University of Louisville Cardinals, the University of Kentucky Wildcats, and Commissioner Tim Driscoll of the Tri-State Collegiate Hockey League. With that in mind, we go to our parting words. I'll start with Lucas. Lucas, you're so famous for these parting words, so colloquial. Take it away. Oh, splendid. Splendid work by Lucas yet again. He never says anything, folks, for the folks just tuning in, some of our college hockey fans. But now I'm going to go to Coach Brian Graham, of the University of Louisville. Coach Graham, your parting words for the viewers.
5: Well, I I want to thank you guys for having us on. And um, I, being a UK grad, I'm very excited they're joining the TSCHL. I've been trying to get them in our league for the last, actually, since I got to the league, I've been fighting for them to get in. It's just, they're finally here and we're excited to have them part of our league. And I hope they win every game except for the two games they play against us this year. So looking forward to the season coming ahead. And uh, I look forward to watching them grow with our league and our league just get stronger. And I know our team's coming ready to battle next year, and we we can't wait for the season to get started.
1: I can't wait either because barbecue is delicious in both regions. If I can take a Red State barbecue trip and a Mama's barbecue trip, I'm always happy. Let's <laughs> take a trip to Kyle Hughes of the University of Louisville. Kyle, your parting words for the folks and all.
6: Just, I mean, I I went to the small NCAA D three school, and Graham can attest to this. Springfield, Massachusetts, isn't the nicest place in the world. <laughs> same with same with Worcester. Like, If you can go and play at Utica or Plattsburgh, go D3. But both these schools here are big southern colleges, great fan base, a lot cheaper than the northeast schools. I mean, you got the pools everywhere, and you get to play good college hockey for – big time programs where you turn on the TV to watch basketball. of UK are ranked in the top ten. Football has their years where they're in the top 10, but you get to play like you're a hockey player for the University of Louisville or you're a hockey player for the University of Kentucky. You're not just some club person. Like you're you're a hockey player. You're you're UVL and UK athlete in the eyes of the people in the state. And more importantly, for the next generation of hockey players. And you get to see it firsthand. And it's something that i so glad I did. I mean, I was scared to go away from home. I went to Western New England, which is eight miles from my house, and go experience something new. Like, you, ever, you can always go home, but, like, not even just our, our schools, Indiana, Dayton, Miami of Ohio, Ohio, like, we're on all those campuses and they're just incredible schools and great programs. And starting when I played in this conference, we had some teams that you knew it's like, Oh, here's a, here's two wins. Here's point night. There's none of that anymore. Like you go through the schedule and you're like, man, like this could easily be a split and, just the parody and how Tim's grown this conference like it's just great you didn't have much of a conference pride when I was playing and now I'm all about the conference and just seeing where it's grown and you can't think that school's enough for that and the coaches like the new coaches at Bowling Green or Dayton like they're bringing in recruits left and right and we're like who's the worst team in our conference I can't we don't know and that's like you said the the last, since we joined the conference, so it might be five years now, the regular season champ hasn't won the conference tournament.
1: It's absolutely incredible, and that's what makes it so fun. I mean, you need to have that to really grow each organization and each program. If, if you look at what's happened in, in the SEC at times in football, right, with the Alabamas of the world, it took forever for someone to really knock them off the mountaintop. Because a lot of a lot of recruits, you, you're you're kind of you're all dipping into the same pot at times when you're in the same conference and you're all kind of fighting for the same food. And when you look at it, when you have a Alabama, when you have a Nick Saban, it's a it's a lot easier for a kid to think to himself, I'll be guy number 60 uh, for Nick Saban rather than guy number one for an Ed Ogeron or someone else in the SEC. And in this case, now we move to. And a, a, an SEC school in the University of Kentucky. And we moved to Coach Tim Pergram of the University of Kentucky Wildcats. Coach Tim, could you let us know your parting words for the folks and all?
3: Yeah, I, I uh, concur with Brian uh, and Kyle. Thank you guys for having us on today. This is uh, much appreciation, good spotlight uh, for the program and the state of Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> you know, with uh, the University of Kentucky Hockey Club, um we have, the, we have the same thing. We want to turn out outstanding young men, uh, great quality education. UK's business school is in the top three in the nation. I went to, a, um, or the pharmacy school is. The business school is in the top 10. I went to another business school on the East Coast, and it's just as good as what I went to on the East Coast. Um, the weather's great, um, but as uh, all coaches tell you, come prepared to uh, to earn that spot. And uh, at UK, you get a great cultural growth as a young man growing to becoming a man and uh, we we really try to set you up for success after hockey is over we set you up with mentors we set you up with uh, internships preceptorships, and we want you to be successful in life because as commissioner driscoll said hockey does end and so um UK, we have a, we have a lot of stuff. The UK hockey program that I I will work with Brian and I do cheer for Brian and Kyle every single game except two, um, sure. and I, I I cheer for them all the time. I like all the stuff they're doing. I mean it's it's just an outstanding program, um, and and we are happy now that we we try to compete with them on the ice. Uh, we're trying to give them a little bit more games because. Brian was using it as a practice for a while. So we're, we're trying to, to make it a little bit more competitive for Brian. But uh, once again, just greatly appreciate you guys having us on. And we're, we're thrilled to be in the TSCHL. Um, I think uh, I think the commissioner, Drisco is going to be just growing the program even more. And, Tim, I'm very excited to hear who this 10th team is, as I'm sure Brian is as well.
2: So you were paying attention.
3: Yes, I was.
2: <laughs> I am on the hook.
1: Oh, this is great! I I, I almost thought we were going to have the uh, the breaking news here, Sports Center style, and start breaking news on the Dan K Show podcast. But I'll tell you what, Dan, spoilers. <laughs> we'll let, Dan when
2: it's official. We will let you break it. How about that?
1: I'm in. We are in. We will gladly break the news. We can't wait to break the news. You let us know. We will be there with bells on, ready to go. Awesome. And with that, we go to – There you go, Dan. <laughs> Thank
3: you. There you <laughs> go, Dan. Dan that's Dan a, that's a, a winner the head right off. there,
1: Coach Pergram. That's a winner. That's a guy mm-hmm. who just – he doesn't just do it on the ice. He does it off the ice as well. You, you could take my job if you wanted after I'm done. <laughs> 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 we, with that, we go to Clay Pergram from the University of Kentucky Wildcats. And, Clay, why don't you let the folks at home know your parting words for today's show.
4: So, Dan Lucas, thanks for having us, just like everyone else uh, has mentioned. Uh, hopefully we get to see you all at some point this year. Uh, anyone out there interested, please go check us out on uh, Twitter, at uh, Kentucky underscore Hockey. Check out the TSCHL. Uh, we have a tournament. Uh, I don't know what Brian's calling it. I wrote it down as the Bluegrass Classic Tournament. we in Louisville this year. Some really good teams coming in. If, if anyone's interested in that, it, it'll be a great tournament. Uh, uh, we offer top education, uh, a great student life, great hockey. Uh, there's really fun horse racing down here as well to get into. Uh, it's a really fun place to be. Uh, but appreciate everything uh, having us on today, and thank you.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it, folks. The University of Kentucky, University of Louisville, join us today. And with that, we go to the commissioner, the commissioner's parting words. Commissioner Tim Driscoll, your, your closing words for the day show.
2: A couple quick things. One is, um, you know, on behalf of the entire conference, Dan and Lucas, we thank you guys for all your support, not just today, but uh, the last couple of years and look forward to what that what has to come there. And also, I would um, just direct anybody who happens to be listening to the league website, and in particular, there's an area called uh, recruiting in the upper right-hand corner. If you're having any trouble reaching a school of interest, you can uh, fill out a form there, and the coach from that particular university or universities will be contacted. So uh, that's, that's proven as a good mechanism to um, get to us. And the, I'll leave you with this, given today is Mother's Day, to all the moms out there that might be listening and are nervous about sending their kids away, uh, I will say with all sincerity, if you send your son to one of these institutions, they will be in good hands with the men that are leading them.
1: I absolutely love it. And we thank you all. I mean, I'll tell you what, everyone joined us today. These air. This is released each Thursday at 1 o'clock Eastern each week. But these gentlemen all joined us on Mother's Day morning. I know that that sometimes – I mean, it, it's so amazing for you guys to be here. And it shows you the support system that it takes to play the game of hockey, to coach the game of hockey. It's And you see hockey moms all throughout the country do just that. And that's where my parting words go this week. It is passion, the word passion. Each week I have a word that I part with. And I think that passion is is so apropos for the group that we brought in today, the word passion. And at the ACHA level, the word passion is so important to making the game great. And you see the passion for the game of hockey from these gentlemen in the state of Kentucky, what they're doing for the game. These are the yeomen that are doing the yeoman's work. These are the guys that are breaking through walls so that one day a door can be created for a young athlete from the state of Kentucky to hop on NHL Ice. And and this is At times, you know, you might get lost in the monotony of the work of the day-to-day, but to each coach that joins us here today, Coach Hughes, Coach Graham, and Coach Tim and Coach Clay Program, I mean, the work you guys do cannot, the passion behind it cannot be understated. If you want to play for either of these organizations, I can tell you right now that you've got my stamp of approval. I absolutely love watching both of these teams take the ice, love watching the work behind the scenes. They are class act organizations, and they are – just like Commissioner Driscoll said, they will take care of your kid. If they head out there playing a game of hockey, you're going to get a good brand of it. There's a passion behind it. What I remind you all to do is carry that passion, the same passion that your mom had for you throughout your hockey playing career. Those hockey moms out there who strapped on the shoes and got in the car and drove all your equipment out there, made sure that you had the new stick, made sure that you had the helmet, no matter what, made sure food was on the table for you when you skated on the ice for the last three hours and you came home ready to eat half the refrigerator. Uh, We thank you all the hockey moms out there this week, a happy mother's day to you. And we thank Tim Driscoll, Brian Graham, Kyle Hughes, Tim Pergram and Clay Pergram for joining us on this week's show when Dan Kay's on the mic It's always hockey night. You want to be the next guest on the Dan K show, reach out at www.dankshow.com. You can follow us Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the underscore Dan K show. 25 plus million social media impressions for the Dan K show in the last two seasons, the most watched show in junior hockey. We thank you for watching. Want to go to the next level. Let's take it to the next level. We got barbecue. We got horse racing. We got Kentucky hockey. Head out to the Bluegrass State for your next Hockey Voyage.